This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Well, go check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am very excited to be joined by a Bravo friend of mine. He is a digital producer at Watch What Happens Live, so you know him from lots of his amazing memes and tweets and videos and all of that stuff. But I'm excited to chat with him a little more today about everything that's going on. Please welcome Frank Costa. Hello, I'm ready to mention it all today. Oh, you better be. How are you? I'm so excited to have you here. I'm great. I'm just, you know, unraveled in Bravo content right now. I mean, I feel like you don't really ever have a choice of whether you want to be exactly. in the Bravo content. <laughs> you, so for people who are not familiar with your work, you are at Watch What Happens Live on the team yes. there. You're mm-hmm. on the socials. You're, you know, making all the, the TikToks and Yes. Tell me about what your what your work at Watch What Happens Live comprises. Mm-hmm. So we're a two-person team. It's me and this other person, Michael Bowman. And we split up the work, but um, it's really fun getting to just kind of go balls to the wall crazy with ideas for these housewives and stuff. So I handle more of the executions. Like I'll do the posting on the social channels, I'll do social copy, um, any editing, creative projects, that's usually me. And then my other coworker, Michael Bowman, does a lot of the like YouTube press release, technical side um, uploads. So it's like we work together kind of as a cohesive unit to bring all of this stuff to life. I love that. I was, um, mm-hmm. I watched right before we came on here, the Meredith Marks meditation video that you Oh did. my God. <laughs> Which Isn't is not amazing. It's one of my favorite things because mm-hmm. it is so it's it's like unhinged in such a specific way, but she fully commits to the bit. And yep. I want to know when you have an idea like that, that is for some of these Bravo celebrities, and I, I have experience with this too, where it's like you have the idea and you have to figure out how to explain it to them in a way that <laughs> it's not going to confuse them even more. What is that experience like for you? I think it depends on, like, first of all, who you're talking to, and then also (laughs) what the idea is. Like, if they have some type of reference point, they'll be like, oh, okay. Like, we have something coming out soon that, like, I think a lot of them had a reference point of. Um, But, yeah, I think it's it also depends on the housewife. Some of them are just, they get it. (laughs) But the Meredith one was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, with that, it's like you just you just have to mm-hmm. just have to go for it. <laughs> yeah, the best part about those things is like writing the scripts because once you have the concept, it's great. But like then writing the script is like a whole different ball game. Right, exactly. It's like ha- I mean, there are so many things where it's like I'll have like half of an a crystal of an idea, <laughs> and then I just like I sit down to actually like 
mm-hmm. flesh it out. And I'm like, you know what? I don't actually, this doesn't need to exist. <laughs> yeah. What's great about parodies is like really the format is already there. And then you're just going through a Rolodex of Bravo quotes and memes and sayings and just like inputting. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. I think the harder thing is like explaining a TikTok trend mm-hmm. to somebody who doesn't Yes, know about dances TikTok. are very hard. <laughs> I did the red carpet for the premiere of the Downton Abbey movie a couple of months ago. And the person next to us on the carpet was trying to get the cast to do that. Um, like my money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls <laughs> TikTok trend. And yeah. it was just like the, explaining it to these like 60 year old British people who don't even have Instagram, let alone like knowing how to use TikTok. It's like, oh no, this is <laughs> not going to end well. Have you, how long have you been at Watch What Happens Live now? It's been a while. Yes, I started February 2019. Um, So it's been, I want to say three and a half years. Yes. No, three years. math. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to do math. It's like, I'm like calculating. (laughs) But yes, I've been there a minute. It all blends together with the pandemic. Yeah. So what was that like in 2020 when you guys had to pivot to the at-home format? Mm Mm-hmm. It's different because when you're working from home, it's much harder to get a lot of the digital stuff. Because like when you're in studio, you can just film it there on the spot. Whereas when you're working from home, you're relying on people to send you stuff. So it's different. And also when you're doing like montages or any type of like multiple clips, when you get like like video stuff, like people are recording them differently on their phones. Whereas like but for in studio, we're all recording it usually on the same phone. So you're getting different quality. <laughs> right. You're, and like somebody thinks they like nailed it and they're like, yeah. here's my part. And then you get yeah. it and you're like, this is unusable. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and then you just kind of have to put movie magic into it. Is there like one like Housewives franchise that understands the the digital stuff better? Like who's who's the most with it? I would say Jersey. Jersey okay. just, you know, Jersey is always, I mean, all of them are great, but like Jersey is always like down to do whatever, which is always fun. Like we love someone who's down to clown. Yeah, I guess like that is true sometimes. I was going to say, I assumed you would say Beverly Hills because I feel like they're mm-hmm. all very like they polished. Are. But also when you're dealing with like people who have more of like a celebrity air about them, sometimes it's a little harder to get them to like, play along you know like mm-hmm. i don't know yeah whereas like jersey they're just like normal people in a, in a sense <laughs> right M- melissa gorga will do anything like she doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we did we're, we actually we, so this project that we're working on that's coming out in like the next month it involves a, like maybe a, a few of the beverly hills girls and it's okay. definitely more celebrity-esque okay mm-hmm. well i mean obviously i follow all the watch what happens yes. live channels already but <laughs> i will make sure to keep an eye out i want to talk to you about some of the shows that are on currently because obviously you watch everything you watch yes. what happens um, let's jump into it in general what has your experience been of watching bravo since you've been working at watch what happens live is it you know do you watch it differently are you more into it is it a tr- I, I mean i can speak for myself it's a chore sometimes but obviously mm-hmm. you know you still love it no, yeah, I mean, I love it. It's still entertaining. Sometimes I have to watch things twice because you have to watch it through the lens of, like, I'm just watching it, and then you have to watch it through the lens of, like, memes or, like, looking for stuff in the episode. So it's kind of always, like, I feel like I've seen some episodes, like, five times, especially Watch What Happens Live episodes. Um, 
But yeah, it's definitely like, the thing about it is like when you're working in it, it's hard to unplug, but I still enjoy it. Totally. I I feel the same way. And like Mm -hmm. watching it, I always tell people, they're like, oh, like we should watch this show together. And I'm like, I'll watch it with you, but like I can't watch it with you while I'm watching it like for work purposes exactly. because I will be, I have to be like pressing pause and taking screenshots, like, <laughs> coming up with a tweet. It's like, this is not the, yeah. it's not like a viewing party experience. There's some shows that don't feel like that though. Like top chef. Like I never feel like I have to like pull memes for it. Cause it's not something we normally do memes for, but it's, it's still like a show. Like I'll like to watch. Yes. Top chef is, I got back into it like mm-hmm. last season when they did the all stars in Portland. Yes. Like I hadn't, I hadn't really kept up like, season to season that much before and now i'm like top chef's biggest fan i will i will oh, tell man, anybody like to watch it yeah they need it's to so reboot good. just desserts did you watch just desserts <laughs> it's so good i feel like you and like danny pellegrino loves, we do yeah like i mm-hmm. there's definitely like a, a fan community yes <laughs> and one of these days i will get bored and dip my toes in <laughs> it's only two seasons there's there's gay contestants it's fun you'll love okay it. Okay, maybe I'll cancel my plans this weekend. (laughs) Sit in the air conditioning and watch that. Yes. (laughs) Um, So what are you, uh, what are you thinking about Beverly Hills this season so far? I'm enjoying it. It's kind of like a slow burn. I feel like there's like drama happening and then it's kind of building. It's, uh, you know, it's the long seasons. I don't really want it to be like crazy 24-7. Otherwise, I think that's when we get to people feeling like, when is this season going to end towards the ends of the seasons? Um, but yeah, I feel like there's been different drama. I feel like we've had a couple of different things. And I mean, I know some of the stuff is probably as people would label dark, but, um, I'm enjoying it. I mean, dark is, Frank, dark is a word. You have to be careful when you're using a word like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's a little scary. It's a a little dangerous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I... I want to know what your thoughts were on at Diana Jenkins Christmas party mm-hmm. when everybody came inside and we got to listen to uh, her fiance Asher sing Oh Holy Night. Yes. <laughs> what do you think about a performance? Um, there were vocals. Um, I enjoyed Erica's little heckling, but I also was dying at the tweets that were like comparing it to David Foster when he like made Taylor's <laughs> shut up. I was like, oh, like I wish there was a crossover there. (laughs) Like, literally, it would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, right, like, David Foster could have stopped by. Mm -hmm. I always, I think it would be fun for Yolanda to, like, drop in. I don't think she ever would. Oh, totally. I mean, also, like, it's so crazy, like, when you think about, like, back then, like, she was, like, literally, like, best friends with Erica Jane. Right? Like, like, during that that era, like, she was, like, best friends with Erica Jane, yeah. Like, how that would have panned out now, because now Erica's best friends with Lisa Rinna. I know. And Yolanda's off on her horse farm in Pennsylvania. Yes. <laughs> no more lemons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we, I feel like Yolanda, in the grand scheme of things, it has not been that long since mm-hmm. she was on Housewives, but it just feels like a completely different world. Yeah. I mean, w- when she left, she passed the lemon torch to Shannon Bedore. And now Shannon's like the lemon girl. <laughs> and Shannon's not going anywhere. So, no. You know. She's a queen. She's she's going to survive the apocalypse <laughs> at this point with all the OC casting yes. changes she's made it through. <laughs> <laughs> 
Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. What do you feel about Diana in general? Because obviously she's been kind of a a sore subject online the last few weeks. Um, I always feel like with Housewives, like as long as you're being talked about, that's a good thing. Um, and then always, you know, it's not great to be on social media. So I think just avoiding that is kind of the best route for housewives that aren't necessarily liked. Okay. Yeah. I think the social media aspect of it is so mm-hmm. tricky because obviously I think there are housewives where you're kind of like thinking about them more because you're seeing them online and it can be like fun yeah. to have that back and forth. But then, if you're not careful, it can just spiral into this place of like, it just feels like you're so wrapped up in your own kind of narrative of what's happening. And I feel like Diana isn't quite in the place to be like on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone made a great comparison online. I forget like who said it or like when it was, but they said that like Twitter and like Instagram replaced all like the blogs. Like when we used to have mm-hmm. like housewives blogs and that used to be drama at the reunions. Now it's like social media and like tweets, screenshots and stuff. And now like that's the main focus of all this like non-filming stuff. Yeah, we had, I interviewed Nina Ali from Dubai earlier this week. And we were talking about that because some of her fellow Dubai castmates have been so online this yeah, season. They're very on and- Twitter, especially. <laughs> and that is really not her <laughs> style. And she yeah. was talking about filming the reunion, which is obviously coming up. And they and she was like, I feel like I have so much to say at the reunion because I haven't been airing it out on Twitter every day while the show has been on. And like, honestly, I think that's kind of a good strategy because with, it is. you know, with somebody like Caroline Brooks or Chanel Ayan, it's like, I know what they've been thinking at every mm-hmm. moment of the last two months. Whereas like, so you Nina, can prepare. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah. At the same time, though, it's like I'm online all the time, too. So if I did one of these shows, I don't feel like I'm one to talk about, like, being on Twitter too much, but whatever. Yeah. I guess it's like the replying to people is probably more of the issue. Right. And when you're, like, when you're like being shady to your cast <laughs> yes. members, like, outside the context of what happened on the show, mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 save it. <laughs> Please. <Yeah. laughs> Just text them. Just text them. Exactly. Like, the, you know, the group chat is popping yes. off at all times. Mm-hmm. So, Except for, like, Kathy Hilton, who, like, is leaking her phone number on Twitter. <laughs> Kathy. Oh, Kathy. The, I, mm-hmm. 
It has been fun having her back the last couple weeks. Like whatever is coming down the pipeline, if there maybe mm-hmm. there's something dark afoot, but I'm like for for now, I'm happy just enjoying her eating a baked yes, potato with her. like a mountain of caviar. Mm-hmm. And hiding people's purses and the full shebang. It's the hiding the purses is so mm-hmm. weird because it's like what it, But I, I totally I, get it. Like like it probably is fun for her to pick on kyle in a sense (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like kyle is always like one like one step away from just like not speaking to either of her sisters so it's probably Mm -hmm. fun for kathy to just like mess with her a little bit yeah like if there's a bee in a room she'll have an anxiety attack so it's like always fun to like kind of throw her in a tizzy what do you think about i feel like People have been talking about Kim Richards a lot the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously she's not on this season. She hasn't been on the show for a while. What do you feel about Kim Richards these days? I I mean, she's an icon. She's a legend. She's the moment. She's forever everything. I think she's great. Um, I don't know if I want to see her back on full time. Like, I don't want them all on a show at the same time. I would love like a scene or something, but not like part of the show because you know what's interesting is like when we people talk about jersey they're always like we've had all this family drama we've dealt with this and like i feel like if they were all on at the same time it would be like the same thing it would probably get like dark and then we'd be in like stuck in that same kind of repetitive fighting and i feel like it's good to kind of always bring in new blood and then just like feature some of the ogs when it feels natural i agree like I would love to check in with Kim. Mm-hmm. I would yes. love, you know, a little sister moment. But like, mm-hmm. when you go back and actually watch those first, you know, couple seasons of Beverly Hills, especially, the, there's a lot of darkness there. And it's like, yes. I'm actually like, I'm not like rooting for them to go back to that place. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. it's not something, something we, we want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, Kim and Brandy are feuding online. It's like, ooh, we're really yeah. just like, I hope they, I hope they, you know, they rekindle their friendship. If Simone and Jaggy can do it, they can do it. (laughs) I mean, Kim and Brandy, after they both were off the show, were like real Mm -hmm. besties for a while. They They were, were. they were like, they were supposed to do some like cabaret, like comedy show together. They were, they're in business. I'm like, come on, ladies, you gotta, gotta get something going. I know. We need like, um. Some type of like friendship, maybe maybe a BravoCon. You never know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, like, there's so many there's so many possibilities of BravoCon. There's so many possibilities. Oh, I know. It's gonna be here before <laughs> we know it. I know. I'm excited. It's like mm-hmm. it feels like it's been an eternity since the last one. Yeah, so. but it also feels like it was like kind of like yesterday, but in a weird way. Right. That's. I was like when I was talking to Nina. I was like. It's it's like funny that they're all just going to be at BravoCon because I'm like, yeah, I, it feels like you're you like just showed up and it's like yeah okay like mm-hmm. uh, we're all gonna, we're going to see you there like cool yeah there I mean you know it's a mix of people and you have a lot of I mean I'm most excited for to see what happens with Atlanta because we have like Phaedra and Candy both going we have Cynthia and Kenya both going it's just like I feel like a lot of people who need to squash some beef. You know, <laughs> you got you got to squash that beef. If, squash if not that now, beef. if not now, exactly. when? Mm-hmm. So it'll I be was, interesting. Yeah, I speaking of Phaedra and Candy, I was a little bit disappointed on Girls Trip that mm-hmm. Phaedra kind of got away with not talking about that whole situation at all because I'm like, that's what I want to know. I want to know mm-hmm. if 
I want to hear your side of the story. I want to get to the bottom of it. Like, and yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she wants to be like friends with Candy ever again, but it's like, come on, let's, let's talk about yeah. it. I feel like she's been clear in interviews lately that she doesn't want to make a return to Atlanta, even though like, obviously she would be great and she's a comedic icon. But I do think though that like, if she ever did move to Dubai, that could always be a route for her. I know she was kind of like always looking for a house out there. So maybe mm-hmm. that's her option. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Phaedra is hilarious. Like you said, and I mm-hmm. would, I do want to see more of her, but it is also like on girls trip. She really didn't want to talk about like her personal life at all yeah. really. And I know girls trip is kind of like a separate thing. Like you're not so much in your everyday life, but like, if she was going to be on Housewives again, like you, you can't just get away it. with like not ever speaking about yourself. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. what we've seen with Marlo uh, this season of Atlanta. Like we're getting so much more of her than that. we ever have before because mm-hmm. that's what the job is. And like, yeah, that's Phaedra part would have of why. to be kind of, yeah. Yeah. Phaedra would have to be like willing to go to that place. It can't just be like her making like commentary on everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but I do think, though, that with her children, if we were in Atlanta with her, we'd probably see more of that in person as opposed to, like, on the phone or something. So I do think there would be other opportunities for that, too, though. Yeah. It's it's always interesting to see, like, how people, like, step up to the plate. Like, Marlo this mm-hmm. season, I it's been exciting to see her kind of, like, it spread her wings. Been, yes. Full length. She's got the wingspan. <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What did you think about the trip that they took and how it ended so unceremoniously? Um, it's funny because like no matter how much they fight, like who I don't know whoever's yelling, but I'm always just so fascinated by like Fatum in the corner. Just like she's like a character. Like it's so insane. I lo- like I kind of love her that she's like so wacky. Fatum is a very um I, I like don't know what to think about her yet. I mean, she's yeah. she's only been on the show for like two episodes, yeah, and she came on very strong at the party that Sheree had, and I I I see both sides of it because in a way I really appreciate the effort. You know, I always mm-hmm. like to see somebody showing up and really yes. like you know getting in there and. Um, grabbing that screen time, but also it's like, wait, who are you? Like, what? what's the... It was very reminiscent of Yavanna, which is like, I'm that bitch from Clark yeah, Atlanta like... University. And it's like, who are you? <laughs> and I mean, Yovana, you could say that was successful because she mm-hmm. was back the next season with the like well, Snakegate storyline, yeah. but also then we never saw her again and yeah. she never got the peach she wanted. So... <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the season of Atlanta. I think that the reunion is going to be really interesting. I, I think like the reunions for a lot of them are going to be interesting. Dubai, Beverly Hills. I feel like we're going to get some good reunions this year. 
I totally agree. I don't know what it is. I think mm -hmm. maybe maybe social media kind of helps with that because these women have kind of like more more opportunities to say stuff and get themselves in trouble and make other people mad at them. But like, you know, the stuff that Marlo and Candy have been going back and forth with since the season has been airing, like that I feel like has developed more in the press and on social media than it did really during the season from what we've seen. And like, I'm super interested to see kind of how they handle that. And like you said, with, with Dubai, with Beverly Hills, like I think all of those shows are going to have some good material kind of from the period after filming ended. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's always interesting when people are fighting on the show, but then like you could tell they're friendly on social media. Like they had made up at some point or something's happening where they're friends now. So it's always interesting seeing that kind of shift. I also think watch what happens live is an interesting, it is. you know, environment for that. Cause you always have people paired together and stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I, I had noted like when Nina and Caroline Brooks were on Watch What Happens Live a couple weeks ago, they seemed like, you know, BFFs, like they were great together. But on the show, they're like, Nina's like, I'm done with this bitch. And so I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, the same with Dr. Sarah and Caroline Brooks. They're like friendly on social media right now. So like, I guess, you know, with the reunion filming that everything is okay, I believe we'll see and how everything will pan out. But it's very interesting to see how they get to this point. You're very kind to refer to her as Dr. Sarah. I'm sure she would appreciate that. <laughs> her, uh, her, her honorary degree in women's yeah, empowerment. She better work. <laughs> For such a long time, like from the time the cast was announced, it was like Dr. Sarah Almadani. And I was like trying mm -hmm. to find her like... You were, you were like that Shannon Medora meme at the computer, like looking. <laughs> there And there was like no information, yeah. like no, where she went to school, like what her job was. And then like when she finally said on the show that it was in an honorary degree in women's empowerment, I'm like, there we go. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> this is You're what like, I you wanted. You got the closure. You got the closure. Exactly. And it's like, I have people in my DMs that are like, this is an insult. I worked so hard for my PhD. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm really happy for you. It, for everybody that earned their PhD, but you know, Sarah did some TED Talks, so. Yes. <laughs> I, I, you know what I feel like it's gonna be interesting is I, I'm sure at some point we'll get like a quote from Dr. Wendy Osefo on this, and I would love to hear her thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Wendy, 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 Wendy. She is, I know. Wendy and Tiffany Moon are gonna be like <laughs> having an Oof. Instagram live debate on whether or not yes. Sarah Madani is a doctor. <laughs> Love Tiffany Moon. I know she's probably working on a TikTok for it right now, getting ready. Love her. I was shocked. I talked to her earlier this year and I was looking, I'm pretty sure she is the most followed Real Housewife on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is like, she is really put, like, use TikTok as a platform to educate people. It's really different from what a lot of other people do on TikTok in terms of like the housewives. Right. Yeah. Because I... I mean, a lot of people, I think it's like they have TikTok because they feel like they're supposed to. Yeah. And then, you know, every once in a while, they'll post a video of them like <laughs> lip syncing or dancing or just kind of like standing there. But Tiffany, yeah. it's like you, she she's like planning out her content. Mm -hmm. She's doing unboxings. You know, she is yes. fully like embracing the platform, which I do <laughs> appreciate. Mm -hmm. We love someone who knows their social media. <laughs> I would love to see Tiffany on like an ultimate girls trip type of oh, situation totally. in the future. I feel like mm -hmm. everybody kind of agrees that she got like the short end of the stick with Dallas. Yeah. And I'm like, send her on a vacation, please. 
I mean, honestly, like now that we're getting into it, do like a whole like doctors girls trip. Put her, Osefo, Sarah, put Heavenly. Um, yes. Oh my God, there's so many options. That would be, I think that'd be something. That I feel like is the next frontier to get some non-housewives in the like oh, mashup. Totally. Who's your sphere. dream? Like, who would you love? Who would you love? Um, For me, it's well, Heavenly. I, I would love Heavenly. Heavenly? I mean, drama-wise, I think Heavenly is a mm-hmm. is a top-tier choice. I also yes. think Toya would be really fun to watch from Married mm-hmm. to Medicine with she, a yeah, group she's of always, pretty much anyone. She gives a good confessional, too. Yes. I, like, I think that would be entertaining. I would love to see... Um, I think, like, Bali from Family Karma could okay. kind of be, like, an interesting addition to anyone, any cast. Yeah. Um, She's you know, kind of like, like a Lindsay Hubbard who would also be great. Like, they're kind of, like, in that hybrid where, like, they could be a housewife. Right. And then, I mean, maybe some Shaws. You could get, like, mm-hmm. Gigi or MJ oh, Gigi. in there. You know what's good about Gigi? She has a lot of beef with other Bravo celebrities. She does. always gets in the mix. Well, and you can tell, you st- if you spend enough time, like, mm-hmm. on the like Bravo social media, you start to kind of figure out like who pays attention, yes. who watches the other shows, who who's who a kind real of, like, Bravo fan. Right. Who like knows who these people are versus just like, Oh, I think I saw her at BravoCon or like, who's who, who is that? You know, like Ramona doesn't, yes. know, who, <laughs> Ramona doesn't <laughs> know who anyone is. So it, it's fun to kind of like think about these personalities like a Kate Chastain or somebody who's like okay she knows who all of these people mm-hmm. are she knows who gets along with who who got fired from their show like those are the kind of people that when you're putting together these casts it's like it's fun to have like a Tamra or a Brandy who's like oh yeah I know I know she got fired like yeah who know the realty it's crazy because like we're still like even on this girl's trip we're still talking about last BravoCon so I'm excited to see like what stories come out of this BravoCon that we're going to be talking about like six years from now. Exactly. That Denise Richards thing that Tamara brought up was like so out of left field. It was, but I also feel like, have we heard that before? I feel like we've almost heard that before. Or like blogs were running with it or something. But yes, it was very fascinating. It's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know if it actually rings a bell for me or if it just like sounds like something I would have mm-hmm. read on like All About yes. the Tea or whatever. But Either way, I wasn't expecting Tamara to just, like, bring it up in that moment. I mean, speaking of, though, like, there's just, like, too many blind item sites now. There's too many vlogs. There's too much of this stuff. It's, like, just let these people, like, live. And when we get to it, we get to it. It's just, like... Yeah. People get so pent up over, like, something that a fan probably wrote in. It's Sometimes it's just fan fiction. Yeah, and I think it's, like, we need more, like, Bravo media literacy. Yeah, <laughs> oh. Like, where it's, like, yes. when this was happening last year when all the, like, Roni, you know, reunion got canceled and postponed, and then they were, like, there were people who were saying, like, the official cast for season 14 or whatever. I mean, it's, like, every week. They're, like, they're, yeah. they're casting, they're filming soon, and it's, like, okay, well, like, TikTok, it's been, like, six months since you said that. Exactly, and I think with with stuff like that, like, it's fun to to like think about it as kind of like a fun game mm-hmm. almost, but it's oh, like totally. It's like you're building your fantasy team. It's like football exactly. for gays. <laughs> They're like, like <laughs> sources. A source close yeah. to production has confirmed. <laughs> it's like who's your quarterback, Luann? <laughs> and sometimes you, you know, like I um, I always appreciate Dave Quinn, who is oh, like great. 
reporter extraordinaire and he's like yeah no contracts have been sent out nobody has no yeah. deals he's have like, been made yeah he's like the gail weathers of housewives <laughs> right and it's like sometimes people just need to like cool down a little bit i mean yeah. even for this for this girl's trip that just filmed in thailand which i'm mm-hmm. super excited about Oof. like months <laughs> ago people were like this is the official cast and it's like no it's not like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, also, like, people on, like, it, I just hate flip-flopping, and I hate people coming to judgments beforehand. Like, when everyone said Eva was going to be horrible, and now everyone's like, we love Eva on Girls Trip. So it's like, I feel like sometimes we should just wait until we see it, and then form an opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think that kind of goes back to the fact that, like, casting in itself is a skill and kind of yes. an art. That it's like... totally casting the eight most famous names or whatever isn't actually no, the most you can't. successful way to go about it. So it's like somebody like Eva, who seemed like sort of a random choice, it's like, they they know that too. Like they thought about that. And like, I'm sure there were a lot of like, you know, headshots on the wall and that's who they ended up mm-hmm. choosing. It's not like she's the only totally. person who picked up the phone call. Like, No, I mean, also if you, if you just look at the cast as a whole, I would say like half of them are more like, chill people on the other half or like more non-chill people so they did kind of balance it out right and like i think with any of especially with these um girls trip shows where you are creating a group like from scratch it's like you have Mm -hmm. to have a balance you can't have the eight biggest personalities in the room like that wouldn't be watchable i mean obviously i loved that there was so much drama at bluestone manor and all this stuff but it's like you also need the moments where it's just like that, you know, sitting by the pool and like, you know, Taylor is like cozying up to yeah. Phaedra and Eva. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, those were like the fun moments of it. We need that. You know, we need the memes. <laughs> my my favorite like little moment or like one of them was when it was like Phaedra and Eva were sitting by the pool and they're like, come on, Taylor. And she's like, I'm coming, <laughs> honey. And it's like, that's not what they meant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, and her the camel toe moment was funny too. Just like, oh. Also, you know, his underrated comment when um, Phaedra was talking about Jill, and she was like, she came for like she dressed for like a strawberry shortcake revival or something. I was like dying. Right, like those. I wouldn't just like something I wouldn't even think of. Right, and like the drama wouldn't land the same if there weren't exactly. also those moments of lightness and of fun and mm-hmm. just like you know enjoying it also speaks to the power of like a narrator like no matter like if a scene is great bad boring whatever like great narration from a confessional or whatever can add so much to a scene absolutely spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones make sure you are using ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure you're shopping smarter not harder no matter what you are purchasing the average ibotta user earns 256 dollars per year that could cover the cost 
cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. That's another thing with casting is it's it's hard to find people who really are kind of naturals in that role. And mm-hmm. I think like, you know, Bethany was kind of the archetype for that for a long time where she was so good at sort of like no bullshit, you know, expl- yeah. <laughs> explaining stuff like that. And that's another thing where it's like, you can't just like force that dynamic. I don't know if you're watching Drag Race All Winners, but I have to say Monet is a great narrator. She's yes. a fantastic one. And they you could tell like they used her a lot on like all of her seasons as confessionals. Like she's always had a lot of confessionals. That is interesting. Like I I don't watch every season of Drag Race, but mm-hmm. you're right that it's like some of the girls, it's like you barely see their confessionals. Yes. Like maybe when they're like describing their runway look, but some of them it's like every scene they're mm-hmm. in there talking about what's going on or making a zinger or something. Yeah. Like they really pick and choose and yes. you know, the show is better for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't have like long-winded people as the narrator. <laughs> you got to get to the right, point. Right, you can't have you can't have Dorit be the narrator. <laughs> yes, but at the same time, I would love to have Dorit like read me a phone book. Like I could listen to her all day. That next time she's in the clubhouse, you got to Dorit read the phone book. <laughs> well, come on. Next time we're in the clubhouse, we're gonna have her like do a whole like QVC HSN special describing items. That is the chicest, you know, everything like. <laughs> That's like her, we need to do something with that. That's insane. I love her. It's that scene. It, I feel like that it took a couple days for that scene to really like go viral. Pick up, yeah. But like, it's just, it's brilliant. It's timeless. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's amazing. The, like I can rewatch it forever. The fact that it's Jamie Lee Curtis on the other end, it's not like a housewife. It's like mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis with her <laughs> charity products. I mean, yeah, and you, uh, I feel like people also aren't talking enough about, like, literally Jamie, like, going and putting Cherie's eyelash on. Like, that was also amazing. Jamie Lee Curtis was there for a short time, but an mm-hmm. iconic time. She was, yes. she she was, like, smelling Kyle's hair. She was... That would be her tagline. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for an iconic time. <laughs> oh, my God. I, um, you know, can't wait to see Halloween ends. With... Oh, my God. Well, is it going to end? We'll see. <laughs> I know. I was explaining this to my mom because she, like, doesn't pay attention to things. And I was like, no, so, like, there were, like, six more sequels, but those don't exist now. And then now they're making three, but this is the last one. And she's like, is it the last one? And I'm like, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, yeah. 
Is Kyle going to survive? Is she? Is Lindsay going to survive? Beverly Hills or Halloween ends? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're trusting the the Twitter blind items, <laughs> Kyle might not survive Beverly Hills. I think sh- I think she'll survive. This is her town. <laughs> this is her town. This is her town. I, yeah, I was talking about this with somebody yesterday. I really don't. I don't see Kyle like leaving anytime soon. Like I just. I don't either. I feel like even when she has kind of like more difficult seasons or whatever, like it never feels like she's like about to leave. I've never gotten that vibe from her. And I don't, she's not having like some horrible, awful season that she's going to want to like run away from. I think she's one of the smartest housewives in terms of how she handles stuff for like backlash, how she handles drama happening throughout the season, just like social media She's good at, like, navigating the season. Absolutely. And I think there are situations where maybe if she didn't apologize at the right time or if she went, mm-hmm. like, a little harder on somebody, people could really turn on her. But she is she has been smart about the way she's handled conflicts and gone about things where she never really has turned into the villain of the show. Of course, there are yeah. people who don't love her or who have issues with her, but, like... If compare that to the way that Lisa Rinna has really kind of like lost the f- public favor in the last couple seasons, like Kyle has always kind of steered clear of that. And I think that's impressive, especially given how long she's been on the show. Yeah. I mean, how long she's been on the show has kind of been like, it's really like legendary when you think about it. And, you know, I always say like with Watch Hopman's Live, it's always like an opportunity. Like if you feel like, you did something wrong in the show or you want to address something, it's always an opportunity to either change the narrative or address something. There's always like people submitting questions, like address the backlash. If you want to say something, say something. And with when you're saying something online, it's very hard to get like intense across or tone. So people may inter- misinterpret you. But when you're in studio in person, you can like add all of that. And it really brings it more together as a statement. There's like two two directions Watch What Happens Live appearances can go. It's like some people oh, totally. make things better and some people make things so much worse because they're like, yes. it's fun and shady and I'm having a cocktail and I can say whatever mm-hmm. I want. And it's like, girl, this is going to be on YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that liquor will get you. <laughs> and but I love my yeah, shots. Like, I should know, but yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like watching some people on Watch What Happens Live, it's like, I I appreciate the messiness, but, like, you're not making things easier for yourself right now. No. And, I mean, like, part of it's, like, okay, great. Like, you know, more drama. Like, we want drama. But then it's also, like, dial it back, you know? <laughs> dial it back. Exactly. I mean, but like you said, we love the drama. Is there, like, a housewife that you would want on Girls Trip? Like, ex or current? Is there someone, like, you're dying to have on there? Um, well, like I said, I think, I think Tiffany would be a really fun choice and I would like to see her just kind of do anything, like kind of just be back on the screen. Um, I am personally very excited by the idea of Alexis Bellino coming back to Orange County. And I think she could also be fun on a girl's trip. Like I would like to see more of those housewives that are like, not OGs, but not necessarily current housewives, but kind of that like in between era, like maybe like an Aviva or yeah, like a, I would love a Jacqueline Larita. Yes, like I mean, like obviously, she would be yeah. Fine. 
Yeah, like I think more of those housewives that it's like they were on the show for a while, but they're probably not anymore. But like, I don't know. I just feel like they ha- those people have a lot to give. Even like, um, I'm like, imagine if Eileen Davidson did a girls trip. Like, what would that even I mean, be you, like? You would need to put her on. It's like who? Like, I'm trying to think who else she she can go on with Rena. Like, I feel like she would be good with Rena. It's like a an actual like. Um, duo season because i feel like this girl's trip was meant to be like a duo season but then like tinsley didn't go so now it's like yeah i don't i don't know i'm like i like who else would i really like to see i feel like aviva would be great they have done a great job of casting i do think maybe like we talked about expanding outside of housewives for a season Mm -hmm. um i also wouldn't mind a guy's one it's just you know the thing is guys can be very boring in terms of like activities and drama so it needs to be like the right group of guys like i don't know if we necessarily need the ones that people would automatically think of right that's the thing it's like i don't i feel like the i'm pretty maxed out on the southern charm boys right now like i don't need much more of that even watching southern charm i don't need much more of that (laughs) like i'm This season, especially, I find the women's events and scenes, like, much more captivating. But I, yeah, like, it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, what, you're going to put, like, Tom Sandoval and Kyle Mm -hmm. and Craig in a house? I'm like, okay, I don't don't know. That's (laughs) just going to be Winter House. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, so Winter House minus the women. I don't know if that sounds like something I need to watch on Peacock every week, but you never know. Yeah, yeah. I think that even Peacock, though, has done a great job with the Bravo stuff. Um, Like, I feel like Below Deck has been great on there. I feel like the Girls Trip stuff. So I'm excited to see, like, what comes next in terms of, like, Bravo content. Exactly. Because you know that they have kind of, like, you know, big aspirations or plans for the wheels turning for sure yeah and i think people i i understand why people are kind of like reluctant about it but it's like miami that came back was so good and like girl strip has been really successful so it's like Mm -hmm. bring it on i already i have the subscription so now i'm i know as much stuff on there as you want (laughs) (laughs) like literally it's there's too much streaming but i love my peacock i'm plugging peacock (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a, that's okay. I feel like NBC Universal. <laughs> if anybody listening to this doesn't have Peacock by now, like you're uh, only getting half I don't know the what story. To tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! While you're plugging Peacock, go ahead and p- plug all your other stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm feisty Frank on everything, and it goes against the I for E rule. Like it's F E I. Everyone spells feisty wrong. It's F E I S T Y. But okay. yeah, feisty Frank. <laughs> On everything. And watch watch what happens live and follow watch, on. Watch uh, what happens. By the way, that is such a tongue twister. Like when we have to d- ask people to tune in to like say watch, watch what happens live. Because you're saying watch twice. Right. So, but yes, watch, watch what happens live. <laughs> Even like WWHL is a mouthful too. Like you can't yes. just like, it doesn't roll off the tongue. But you know, yeah, whatever. It's we love Andy. So. lengthy <laughs> letters. Yes, we, lo- we do love it. He's great. He's phenomenal. Um, well, we also love Frank, and I'm so oh, glad that you, you were able to stop by. Thank you. Of course, anytime. Well, I look forward to seeing you soon. Uh, we'll whip yes. it up at BravoCon together. Mm-hmm. and We're going to whip it up. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at BravoByBetches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. <laughs>
Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.